0: Welcome to Nerdvana, where our creed is. Be the nerd, beat the game. This podcast for lovers of all things nerdy. Whether you're new nerds, old nerds, gamers, comic book lovers, movie junkies, wizards, Jedi, dungeon masters, Klingons, elves, Shinobi, Kryptonian, or mutant, all our allies here. Let's jump into our show.
1: All right, guys, and we are back. Welcome to Nerdvana. I'm Luther. I got. I'm also joined here with my awesome co-hosts of Chonzo and Jamil. Uh, got a few things we're gonna talk about today. The first thing I think we want to go through is we're gonna talk about Aquaman. Uh, love it, hate it, whatever we say, I think we can all say that I, we've seen the end of uh, Jason Momoa as our uh, Aquaman. Um, so I'll let I'll let a uh, shoot. I'll let Chanzo go first. I have a slightly skewed view of Aquaman because I saw it in 4DX, so I'll save my review for the end. But I'm here. But Chanzo saw it most recently out of uh, us, so go ahead, Chonzo. Tell me what you think. Just
0: like a, a movie, right? Like a superhero movie, its own standalone. But as far as like, did I need? I, I was not a big fan of the first Aquaman, so it was never something I. I needed another one. That was never my situation. Um, And it kind of only solidified that it's time for the DC Um, EU to just take a break. You know, things It wasn't... Mm -hmm. Yeah, the reboot is coming. And I'm okay. The reboot's coming. (laughs) And I'm happy with that because I do believe that these characters Mm -hmm. deserve much more. They deserve to not... Um. Be there's too much going on in 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 the comic book world or comic book characters. We've come so far. Oops, turn off. We've come so far in the aspects of comic book movies to where it didn't seem like it's moving it forward, and everything doesn't have to be a. I'm trying to think of some comic book movies that have moved the genre forward. Everything doesn't have to be a. Dark Knight. Everything doesn't have to be a Logan. Everything doesn't have to be a Deadpool. You guys are getting what I'm saying. Everything isn't forced to move the whole genre forward. But don't take us back 15 years. You know, this movie could have came out 15 years ago and would have just been like, okay, whatever. It's just fine. You know, but we've come so far. And I don't think that. I don't. When I look at Aquaman, I don't feel like I was watching Aquaman. I feel like I was watching. Jason Momoa, you know, as a guy swims really fast with a trident. That's what I felt like. Opposite me.
1: I can hear you. I mean, he didn't, Jason, Jason, you know, he did a scene, but he wasn't like the embodiment of Aquaman, like, uh, you know, Robert Dye Jr. As, as Tony Stark, right? He just, it just, when you see him, right. it's like, okay, it's Jason Momoa. You don't really see Aquaman. Um, but we, you know, but when you look at you know when you look at Henry Cavill, I see Superman, right? I look at Gal Gadot, I see Wonder Woman. Um, you know, I feel like those were some really strong leads. Uh, but you know, looking at you know Tony, looking at you know you know looking at looking uh, at Chris Evans, you see Captain America. Um, I feel like so you know that comparison, yeah, it, it he definitely was. You know, I I don't think I honestly I don't really think it was. I don't say blame Jason for this. I think it's really just the fact that. Uh, that overall, it was, I think it's more so the writing and the direction of the studio behind the movie. And of course I heard, you know, of course we hear about all the drama that happened uh, behind the set, you know, behind the scenes and things like that. Uh, especially between like him and Amber Heard, that was I like, heard very toxic work environment there. So we have those things that were definitely, you know, uh, that definitely kind of play a role into that, that definitely impact the movie, especially that ending. That ending felt the super force. or I'm Aquaman. It's like, yeah we it's it, it just like you know more so it could have been like I'm the king of Atlantis because I feel like that because that's more where Aquaman's primary focus really is. It's like yeah he's a justice league member but he his focus and his primary has always been the sea and Atlantis and him to saying I'm Aquaman it's like yeah you know yeah you are but the, the whole the whole thing just felt very forced and it felt very it felt very forced very forced uh uh, uh ending right there. I see, I see Jamil had some eyes uh, who were talk- making some comments here. So I'm sure he's got something to add into this what, what uh, this fire want. as well. So let's see what you, oh, got, what okay, you got, man. Where
2: do I begin? So I think that um, I actually enjoyed the movie. Um, took my girlfriend to go see it. Um, had a good time in the movies. And I think that's mm-hmm. that's a good thing.
1: Well, well, we know we know your girlfriend's gonna enjoy it. Well, Listen,
2: she wasn't swooning over Jason Momoa, but like <laughs> there were some things that I saw that I felt like, okay, like what what are we doing here? And I think one of the things was that, like, yes, when I look at Chris Evans, when I look at Henry Cavill, when I look at Robert Downey Jr., I'm seeing their respective characters that they're portraying. The difference with Jason Momoa is that, like, I guess I see Aquaman, but you have to act like Aquaman. I don't need you like. And especially in one of the shots, um, in the kind of the montage scenes where you know he's riding around on a motorcycle, like look at what he's wearing. It's as if he just walked on set, and they said, "Should we send him to, to, to dressing to the dressing room?" And they're like, "No, no, no, he's good, he's good. Come on, in. just just get on the bike and do the thing." You know, and that's what we were looking at with Jason Momoa, and that's not Jason Momoa is Aquaman, but Aquaman isn't Jason Momoa, and I think that's that's the biggest difference. And I think like with this movie, um. Yes, it's fun, and I think you're going to have mm-hmm. a good time if you go and see it. But I think at this point, right now, with the superhero fatigue kind of in full swing, that's not what audiences want. And I think they want something more. They want something they can kind of chew on and kind of nibble on versus mm-hmm. what we were just kind of force fed here. So, like I said, I'd like the movie. Mm-hmm. If I had to rate it, I'd give it easily six and a half out of ten. Um, I don't think it's a bad time in the theater. I think you should, you know, go see it. I think it's worth watching at least one time. But, you know, I think it comes mm-hmm. at a bad time where it's like, okay, we're at the mm-hmm. end of DCEU. Um, this is the final movie. And then you have that mid credit scene where it's Orm eating a cockroach. And you're just like, okay, yes, it's made for laughs, but, like, you know, they could have set it up to where and to make it more special and they they missed that opportunity there's a lot of opportunities missed and i think you have what four rounds of reshoots and if i recall i believe jason momo was a writer credited on the movie as well so Mm -hmm. i I think this movie was kind of in trouble from the start um i think what they did was they saw the movie they had it ready to go it was in the Mm -hmm. can ready to go because we should have had this last year but i think with they were waiting to see okay what's flash going to do what's blue beetle going to do and when those movies tanked, and I mean tanked terribly, that's when they were like, okay, well, now we can't make a connect because if you remember the beginning, you know, James Gunn kept saying, oh, the Flash is kind of like the linchpin in this universe. And he could have been used to where it's like, hey, the Flash is just reset. And, and kind of use that. But the Flash did terrible. So they had to do, again another round of reshoots after reshoots after reshoots. So um, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse here. I, like I said, the movie was good. I think right now, both Marvel and DC are both learning that like Mm -hmm. just getting your audience in to have a good time is not enough they need a little bit more substance less fluff more substance
1: I agree I think you know I will say I I enjoyed Aquaman was for a whole different reason I saw in 4DX so it felt like a roller coaster the entire time and I enjoyed the hell of it that was a whole lot of fun I mean you know, every, you know, the camera angles, the is you know, the way the seats move, you know, the, you know, uh, uh, somebody, I forgot, whoever got stabbed with tried trident, you felt the little seat stab you in the back at the same time, you know, so that, that made it a le- really fun. It made it like, you know, like a Disney ride, like you're in like, you know, ride this or something like that. So it was really, really fun. Um, it was a fun movie. I, you know, based on being on PG-13, I did expect him to go heavier or dark, but I was surprised that like nobody really died. Um, not even like you know his dad or anything like that. I mean, I knew they weren't gonna, you know, I'm not, they weren't that gonna kill the scary. baby on screen, right? They were they were they're they not gonna kill the baby, uh, but I mean, th- I mean, but I mean, if that because that would be had to be like more of the more like the a rated R you know Joker S type of like turn right in that type of heavy seriousness, uh, but that was my biggest thing. It's like yo, know, Mira didn't die. She took this crazy you know black uh, shot to the chest and it was burnt up to you know, and then. Uh, the dad didn't die. They, they, of course, they didn't kill the baby. So, I feel like it. It made this. It didn't make the. It didn't make the stakes as high. Uh, and I will say, the saving grace, in my oh, opinion, was, that movie oh. was Black Manta' his performance. Uh, I think you know he. I mean, if there was one person I would like yo know, as a as a holdover bring over from you know the, the I'll say these the defunct Snyderverse into James Gunn's uh uh Playhouse of of the new DCU. I would say bring that character over, that actor over, he definitely did a phenomenal job delivering on that. Um but other cause I feel like he could have definitely went darker with I feel like, you know, he'd definitely be like, okay, yeah, I'm killing your kid. You know, you killed my dad, I can't kill your kid type of like back and forth, which would have made it a lot more a lot a lot more gritty. And not so we need to be gritty, but just it was have had more of an impact, right? Uh so that's you know, if that's that, that's where I leave off at that point. Uh yeah, I I, I expected it gave me pretty much what I expect in terms of eye candy, so eye candy wise, yeah, gave you the eye, met the eye test, yeah, it gave it gave me the colors, it gave me the vibrancy. You know, the suits look great, all this stuff, cool. But the storyline, the plot were lacking. But at the same time, everybody knew this is like this is it for this this era. So the stakes weren't that high anymore, right? So. You can kind of say, yeah, it does, you know, it doesn't matter if it sucks or not because we're going to go. And I feel like they had somebody reshoots, they invested so much money into this movie, and they already shelved Batgirl, so they had to do, you know, something right to try to make some as more of a money grab. And I mean, it, I, I don't, I can't remember the actual numbers behind it right now, but uh, you know, that's, that was what they had to do because they invested so much um, money into I think making the this budget project.
2: Is uh, if I recall correctly, the budget was being between, between two hundred five and two hundred fifteen million and as of right now worldwide gross is at 258 million. So mm-hmm. you have to throw in at least about 100 150 million. So we'll say 150 million for marketing. So you're already over 300 million dollars and that's something I think that's, you know, just something we can touch mm-hmm. on another time. But I think that is one of the major issues with the studios right now is that they come in and they are money hungry and they're willing to throw out whatever money they can and they balloon these budgets out and then they don't mm-hmm. get the return on it you know for, for instance you've got indiana jones that's what i think a 300 315 million dollar um budget as well as long as well as alpha let's throw in the flash
1: um I, I i just i gotta pause right there i, I I'm, I'm sorry i completely forgot they put a new indiana jones movie out all together like oh and i and it's and it's not that i i like indiana jones but it's just
2: Three hundred million dollars. Yeah. Harrison Ford is gonna be. I mean, what are they
1: gonna do? Have Roland the wheelchair next? I mean, like, well, he's he fought the World War Two Nazis. I mean, now it's like just like how much more are they gonna continue? You know this, you know Indiana Jones crew out like passing off the torch for like a, a another, either a, a younger Indiana Jones or going a different direction. I mean, not that Harrison I mean, Ford's 80. not great. It's um, just age, so, you know.
2: So, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like,
1: that's yeah, exactly. the
2: biggest issues with these these these, these um studios is that they're throwing out this money they're getting money hungry and you're not in the era of the prime of the of the mcu where every hit was a every movie was a billion dollars every single one you're not there anymore you're not there and you know even dc dc's been kind of slumping Mm -hmm. along and they've always been a couple steps behind marvel and with every movie and so you're not even with those they were getting some a, a pretty good return, and I mean, but and then when you got Aquaman the first one coming out, it's the only movie out of all of that that made a billion dollars. Um, I I, I watch that movie and I watched this one, mm-hmm. and they connect really well, and they're it's kind of the same stuff over and over. But like I feel like with Aquaman two, there's a couple of sloppier things when mm-hmm. you actually sit down and think about it. But again, when you we went to go see the first Aquaman, it was all about having a good time. You know what I mean? And we we came off, because that was, what, 2018? Mm -hmm. So you have, what, Infinity War that came out that year? Um, You had um, at least a Star Wars movie that year. Um, There's a couple other Marvel movies um, that year as well. Um, Actually, 2018, yeah. Mm -hmm. You had Black Panther in 2018. Um, You had Infinity War. And then you roll right into December, and then you've got Aquaman that's kind of, uh, something easily to chew on, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's not anything dense and it's something that any audience member can kind of jump into. And so that's, you know, and that's also another testament to why these movies rely, these studios rely heavy on each other. So it's like, it's never a Marvel versus DC thing. It's a Marvel and DC thing because if one studio starts failing, the other one feels the repercussions of that as well because the audience, the general audience, it's not us, but like, you know, they're like, oh yeah, I saw that, that Superman movie. Yeah, I didn't really like it that much. Oh, What's this Captain America movie? I'm good. I don't want to see any more of it, you know, versus the reverse where it's like, man, that Captain America movie was really good. What's next? Oh, they got this Aquaman movie. All right, I'm, I'm in. I'll go see it. So that's what I'm saying. Like right now, there's just a lot of things. It, it's a multifactorial situation with these studios. But like one of the main issues is, again, you cannot put on anything. That doesn't have some effort kind of put behind it you can't just bring the audience members to come in just to have a good time and you know come it, it, it's not that anymore you have to have something that is you know something that they can really enjoy you know that's why i feel like the batman was really really good um i mean it showed it made made a lot of money you know uh, i think mm-hmm. it made over a billion if i recall i'd have to mm-hmm. look into that so
1: yeah yeah, the the Batman wasn't. Yeah, I feel the Batman Look, is interesting, about, you know, it wasn't bad. It was good. It was good. Right? It, was good it was shot well. But I feel like okay. we're, actually, talking about, we're talking about Robert Pattinson. We're talking about Twilight's Batman. You know, Twilight, you Batman. know Twilight Batman. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, so that Batman was actually interesting, right? They went with a different version, different. Movie, and I appreciate it. I like the difference, right? I like the fact that it was different. The things that I didn't really, the only thing I really didn't like about that movie you know, was at the end, after they caught the Riddler, it felt like it was done. It felt like it was done. Everything was cool. It felt like you can wrap up right there. But then they were like, oh wait. It's a superhero movie, right? We could have some sort of superhero and superhero thing. And they do this extra thing where, you know, he, he they fight he's fighting off, you know, the the yeah, the internet yeah. trolls for lack of a better word who want you know who want, who want who want everything and then and then he randomly uses venom and it's, and it's like what to, to to fight and that just uh, that just felt really weird and then at the end monologue where he's about being a symbol of hope i'm just like whoa wait a second time out time out time, out, time, out, time out. we gotta stop right here batman is a lot of things but a symbol of hope he never was and to try to make him that i, I just don't it just it, any iteration of Batman, especially just even if we just go from you know uh, we're like 19, Frank Miller going forward, right? 89. If we just go with that, even Tim Burton's. Oh.
0: We're,
1: talking, talking, we're talking, about we're talking to eighties, eighties, nineties, going forward. It just, I mean, I mean, even I mean, Adam West Batman was more cartoony, more like you know fun, uh, but you gave you the gave you the base of you know gave you the gave you the basics in that era, but. He was never a symbol of hope, right? It just did that. Just never, never fully. And the fact that he said that, I was like, "Eh, Superman." I can see as, as hopeful, right? That 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 makes sense. I mean, you, you think about it. He descends that from the sky, okay. like Jesus. You he know, does. he's got. You know, he he's, he's got. He's got. He's got no... Yeah. He's, he, 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 I mean, I mean, I mean. You know, I'm not trying. Not, try, not trying to be you know sacrilegious yes. or, or, or blasphemous, but. it... But yeah, I mean, you know, he, you know he, has, he has, like, a peaceful kind of serenity to him, the, you know, the char- everything. You can say, oh, I can feel hopeful Superman's here. Batman's here, like, oh, shit, someone's gonna get fucked up. You know I mean? That's really the difference right now. Like, you know, uh, it's like, you know, you see that's like, you know, Batman make me a little bit nervous. Even though if I've done anything, I'd be kind of like, what's up, Batman? Everything cool? <laughs> you know, I hear about that uh, jaywalking, right? It's like, you know, he just, he just you know, whatever. But... So I just find it interesting um, in that regard. But like I guess Robert Pattinson's Batman was definitely cool. I would like to see another. I would like to see another another uh, a, sec- a sequel to that, uh, going further into that Batman world. I don't think that Batman needs to play in a, a wider universe or anything like that with other people. Because I just, I just he doesn't. He, that Batman doesn't strike me as the Bloody with the Justice League type of Batman and Bruce Wayne vibes that I got from him. Um, could be wrong, but. You know, that's just that's the vibe I got from from that uh that movie. Uh, I think it, but I think it stands well on its own. Um, I,
2: I, I, yeah. will, I will listen. Gotham but a lot of rain, in, rain in that movie. Place. A lot a of rain. Guy, <laughs> Metropolis or Central City. But like, I, I will push back, and I know yeah. we've had conversations about yeah. this. I will 100 percent push back. I truly believe in the Batman. Um, I think that was an excellent <laughs> movie, and I think it gave us a different look at what Batman can do versus what we've seen him do in the past where he he almost was like an action hero mm-hmm. and now in this one he really honed mm-hmm. in on the, the type of stuff but like even at the end where like you say like oh and now he's a symbol of hope yes I understand that's definitely a Superman mm-hmm. line and that is his role in Metropolis however if you look throughout that whole movie it's sprinkled in and even in the beginning when he talks about like it's a symbol of fear they're they're fearful of that, that symbol in the sky and more people are scared of him than and look up to him and, and and welcome his arrival. And I think that you know, even the ending for whatever it was, and I understand like mm-hmm. the whole action thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even I thought it was a little kind of thrown in there, but you know what I did? I sat there, I said, Ah, right, this is cool. I'm good with it. Like go ahead and, and punch these dudes in the mush, you know what I mean? Um but oh yeah I, but that's what I'm saying. Like I think that like it I think mm-hmm. I think it was perfectly kind of illustrated and 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 it fleshed out to where towards the end you're like, okay, cool, like I understand what his whole motive is now. Get it, got it, good, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, this also is a younger Batman too, right? Because I think two he was years. only yeah, doing two about years, like yeah. two years, I think, at this point in time. it been, been about two years. So, and so 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 it was definitely different. And I like I said, I don't dislike it. I just think, like I said, I like him more just as him being his own separate Batman and just following his story arc. I don't need him like, you know, teaming up with no, Superman or anybody no, or anything no. or any other type of like you know, I feel like he just it it does he doesn't feel that vibe at all. And and I'd be I'd be fine with that. But I said for me, I I would have been perfectly fine if they stopped after they caught the Riddler. They didn't, you know, but again, they needed some they needed some eye candy. They needed, they needed you know a little you know a little extra. So I get why they did it. And it was fine. It wasn't bad, but it's just like mm. It could. I, I felt. I, I chatted my Eric Kevin, Kevin Smith in that moment I said, mm, "This could have been shortened. We could have got rid of this right here and brought this movie down to a ninety minute tight." So this where, where he likes to have it. Uh, but I think that would have been cool. Um, I am good. Again, I'm interested to see what the, how they go next. What they, what happens next, uh, and what goes forward. You know, especially I mean, the penguin. You know, had could do a lot of things, and that was a phenomenal casting job that they did there, and acting job uh, that was done. I would like to see I'd actually like to see him face off of that universe, probably like against like a Mr. Freeze. I think that'd be a very interesting uh uh one to see. I feel like a Mr. Freeze in that in that in that bat universe would, would be pretty would be pretty cool, would be Mr. pretty raw.
0: I think that he's really mm-hmm. an underrated character and I don't think I realize how interesting Freeze is until I went back and rewatched Batman the animated series when the uh, when the Blu-ray set first came out, and I was mm-hmm. I was actually blown away, because I was like, mm-hmm. this is actually quite a sad story. And the story very much is the same in Batman and Robin, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. very much the same, but it's just so g- goofy, right? Like, it's the way that it's done. The heart actually is there, you know? Victor Freeze, trying to save his wife. That part is there. Like, that's a heartfelt story, but then they all really... You know, everything else surrounding mm-hmm. it is so goofy that you don't realize the sadness of that tr- part of the story because everything else mm-hmm. is so damn goofy mm-hmm. that you don't even get to focus on the sadness of mm-hmm. who Victor Freeze is because of who he's being played by and all the other stuff going on. It's just like, you know. You're not getting deep to the cooler.
1: Yeah, it was, you it, know. was a, it was a different Let's. exactly. Right. <laughs> I mean, was, we, we had bat nipples back then. I mean, remember? So you know, it was, it was a different era. <laughs> but I think, and I think that's the thing too was like Batman, the animated series, even Batman Beyond, where they brought Freeze back. Those iterations of Mister Freeze are the ones that I genuinely love about that character. Uh, I think he's probably one of my favorite. Uh, villains in the batman road gallery right uh just because he's such a sympathetic character as you know and you feel you really feel for but you want and you know you can see like why he went that direction um and at the end of, i think at the know, so i think it, i think that's why i really like uh him particularly in that role uh or that that or having that mr freeze role because with the with the way in which they went with the Batman they had tried to put more kind of emotional pull like you see you know Batman, you see in the beginning like how uh you know, Batman looks at the kid, uh, the mayor's kid who just got you know the mayor just got, got his head beat in or whatnot. Um and just kinda of going from there. So I think that really does play a role, uh, into it as well. Uh, building building that kind of emotional bridges in that in and with those characters and just that scene. But yeah. Uh shoot, what else we got? I know you got know we kinda we kinda get off tangents there with Batman, Aquaman, you know. Yeah, I think I think I guess I guess we're overdue. We we we, we did talk about a little bit of a uh, we did talk about a, a little a little bit of Marvel. Oh no, they probably did do a little bit more Marvel. Kind of brushed against that a little bit. Uh, I, I'm just gonna go right now. Who he by show of hands, who has Marvel fatigue? I'm not Marvel there. You know what? Because who has I Marvel fatigue?
0: Who ha- honestly, who
1: has was, Marvel? You know. So,
0: so there there isn't. I'm not
1: okay. I'm yeah. Not okay. So, yeah. Fatigue. I mean. Yeah.
0: I liked yeah. the Marvels. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but I, I liked it more than I liked Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like,
2: yeah, yeah I, I, I would So,
0: agree. so mm-hmm. the Marvels was fun. So I, I don't have Marvel fatigue. What mm-hmm. I have is mm-hmm. mediocrity fatigue. Yeah. You know, uh, what mm-hmm. What Marvel? Yes. Has done, and I think I think of this as a relationship right anytime somebody tries to bring in the marvel fatigue thing like oh marvel's whack marvel's lame now marvel don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. anymore I think of it like a relationship now I don't I we we have we're here because we're marvel fans so it would be safe to say we all probably saw a lot of fake one movies in the theater would that be a safe say, thing to say mhm Okay, so it's not like we jumped on the Marvel train, yeah. say, Black Panther, right? Let's be honest. A lot of black people jumped on the Marvel train when Black Panther came out, Wakanda mm-hmm. forever, and then boom, all of a sudden, they're Marvel fanboys and girls. Um, you know, so we didn't just jump. We've been in this relationship with Marvel since the beginning, right? Like, so I, I remember seeing Iron Man in the theaters, and I was yeah. like, I I I just Ooh, remember I, seeing it in the theaters. I was like, sorry. "All right, I'll go see Iron Man," because I remember The Dark Knight was coming out like a couple weeks, le- uh, like two months later. And I was like, "All right, I need something to hold me over to The Dark Knight," because I believe that this movie is gonna be the thing, right? Like mm-hmm. I just we we felt it even before the movie came. Yes, and, we
1: did.
0: And that it was, it, and it was, and it was it
1: absolutely it was. was. It just tears so, down. I think that what has
0: happened right now is is that. Like any relationship, we had our honeymoon phase. We were in the honeymoon phase with Marvel. It was like, we can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Marvel's doing all the tricks that we love. Marvel, Marvel's showing up like, oh, Marvel, you freaky girl. I love what you do. You giving me things I ain't never thought I needed, Marvel. Right? Like, that's how we looked at the MCU for the longest. And then now it's like Marvel has produced some things. Everybody's tired now. You know, things have happened. People have died. Mm -hmm. Plans have gone awry. Things that we thought were going to happen, or they thought was going to happen, and so it's not that it's Marvel fatigue. It's just that the first ten years was planned so well, and things were perfect. You know, things everything was fit. Even when things didn't fit in perfectly, Mm -hmm. it was like boom. What? Terra Tower want to act up? Boom. We're gonna throw you out. Get rid of you. We not this train moving so fast. Can't afford mm-hmm. to take it off track. You can't take it off track. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Tyrant Tower you don't want to act right. we get you in at what Edward Norton? Yeah. You doing? You gotta go to get off the train because we got this thing is moving fast out the station.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Get it, get in, get in line, or mm-hmm. get off, get off the boat. Right. So now, but now too many things have gone that yeah. weren't planned. Right. You got, uh-huh. you got deaths. You have got pandemics. You have mm-hmm. got strikes all of these things, now you've got um
1: mm-hmm.
0: ceos changing at disney right you changing of the hands from the bob to the bob to now we're back to the original bob right mm-hmm. so you've got uh streaming networks where it's being forced now you have to go ahead and put something on disney plus for the people like that was never part of the plan disney plus was not part you know all these television shows weren't part of the plan now you gotta try and take away we need these writers who were working on this now to go over here we need the hot you know and not everybody is simpatico with one another about what's going on and people are missing things like okay well that doesn't add up to that and that doesn't well it's because you got too much that you were trying to do at first it was just trying to get the infinity saga that was it you know so now it's like you're trying to do everything and then once again, mm-hmm. you got the whole world now having eyes on you. In 2008, there were not any eyes on Marvel. It was like, hey, we're going to kind of do what we need to. Now everybody's watching. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. having an opinion. People, you know, people, executives at yeah. Disney are like, you know what? Mm-hmm. My, my daughter watches Marvel, and I promised her I'd get her something in there. Why don't we uh, throw a She-Hulk in there? Because I got a daughter who likes She-Hulk. You know, so, you know, I, let, let's throw her in there.
1: Huh. Like, like, let's yeah, throw that in there. we could okay. done without She Hulk. Abomination
0: that we haven't I, spoken I, I, about in ten years. Yeah, we gotta throw him back in there mm-hmm. to go ahead and give a wink to the. It's things like that where there's too many people's hands in the kitchen, too many cooks in the kitchen going on, not getting back mm-hmm. to the basics. And back to basics is just giving us mm-hmm. quality movies. You know, um, that 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 was the basics, and yeah, and so I think that. It's not Marvel fatigue. It's that every relationship has a moment where sometimes you try to do too much and you just got to get back to basics. Get back to what it was that we loved. We know that mm-hmm. these were C-level characters, right? And, and nobody was thinking about Thor. Nobody was thinking about Captain Rogers as far as the MCU. Nobody was thinking about these characters. But you turn them into important characters that people love. So just do it again. It, you know, get some people mm-hmm. who understand who Moon Knight is mm-hmm. and tell those stories. If you're going to do She-Hulk, get people who understand who She-Hulk is. Yo. Get mm-hmm. Daredevil. Clearly, you got people at Netflix who figured out mm. how to yeah. do Matt Murdoch, figured out how to do three seasons of Matt Murdoch. you know?
1: Yeah. Yo.
0: Oh my god! That
1: that that hallway fight scene is classic in Daredevil. I mean, I mean, I will go back. I'll go back and just watch that. I mean, that right there. It was like I mean, that right there was like just I mean, just took it to another. Just took it to another. Place. I mean, they they did it. I mean, even even with Luke Cage. You know, Luke Cage was you know still and Luke yeah. Cage, Jessica Jones, all that stuff worked really well, and it and it flowed and it was good. And I'm not mad at the fact they have it reused or whatnot. I get it. And I'm looking back now, like you know, what series were out, like you know, in, in Phase Four, and I'm like, yeah it really wasn't. It was actually a whole lot of hits. The only thing that was really a miss was the She-Hulk, because you had WandaVision, which was, which is a fucking classic. That that's a masterpiece right there, uh especially if you like, under, especially if you understand the stages of grief. I know we kind of talked talk about that on the phone the other night. Was about well, WandaVision literally is her going through the stages of grief and watching how everything unfolds. Because what would happen if one of the most powerful, you know. I almost called her a mutant, but, you know, she's not. Slap on my hand for that one. But one of the most powerful, you know, uh, uh, beings in in the MCU was having, you know, a mental, emotional breakdown and crisis. What would you do, right? When you could, when you could alter reality and you had the ability to do that, she did, the, you know, as her way of coping and going through the stages of eventually, you know, breaking down and getting back to reality, right? Oh, Falcon yeah, with her soldier, Falcon slapped. Winter. Hands down. Fantastic. Loki? Dude i mean loki i mean you know tom hills i, I you know, applaud him uh the what ifs are always kind of fun because it's just you know it's always fun to kind of play with that stuff and that's all uh, the what ifs are just just a little bit enjoyable hawkeye hawkeye was pretty hawkeye would say hawkeye was pretty decent i'm not gonna be mad about that okay, Moon Knight? Yeah. dude yeah but Moon Knight Moon i Knight. was that was I'm fantastic i didn't like i oh. miss marvel yeah it, 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 it didn't but it but it gave you enough so at the end you were like bit on at the end like you know like this is like yeah, I want to kind of see what happens next because this is this is pretty, this is this is pretty interesting. This is a very different from the rest of the MCU. This whole, you know, multiple personalities type of thing, and you don't know who. Like, wait, who's the real? You know, who's the real? Is it Mark? Is it Steven, Is it Jim? Is it like, right. like like who's who? You know, who's who? Right. So that was just really a lot of fun, and then Miss Marvel. This Marvel's good. This Marvel's a good setup because they help you launch into the Marvels, which, again, fun movie. Very good movie, right? Uh, and then we jump into, you know, the Phase... Then we jump into, like, the Phase 5 stuff. So you got Secret Invasion, which I really thought was going to be a movie. Uh, but the fact they made it, you know, uh, a six-episode series for... I, I was like, okay. I didn't see that coming. Loki season 2, all knew that was going to happen. Uh, Echo, Echo I'm still yet? kind of, like, question mark about that. No, Echo out... Uh, Echo's supposed to come out, I think, like, next week. I, I thought January 9th. Am I mistaken?
0: <laughs> I gotta check to see when Echo comes out.
1: Yeah, I think, I thought it was January 9th, but yeah, I please double check me on that one, Jameel. You know. But the, the but, mm-hmm. But then going forward, right, we look at, like, the rest. So everything else is pretty much delayed, right? So you have Agatha, Darkhold Diaries. I'm like, eh, I wasn't really in love with that character for her to get her own series. But, like, okay, fine, I'll probably watch it just to see what happens with that. You know, Eyes of Wakanda, definitely oh, yeah, see she- that because I'm definitely curious to see how, how they're going to play with you know, the, the Wakanda world. Uh, you have your friendly with Spider-Man, which I guess is, what my, I, I don't know if that's still going to be a thing or not. And then you get, like, you know, the, and then you got other stuff that comes out, like, you know, Ironheart, people still wait for that, and they apparently there's supposed to be a Daredevil Reborn type of, uh, uh I think Born Again or, or reborn, reborn or whatever it is, I can't right. remember. It's gonna come out. Yeah, so, so there, so, so there are some things in the pipe that I think just got delayed because of the strikes. Echo is uh that I think will be really, really good. Um, Tuesday, July all I... episodes, all at once, yeah. Okay. Oh, Jared. at what's, okay, cool. So I look forward to binging that. Um, But things we could have done without, right? Ant Man and Quantumania. We could have done without that. We did not. I don't think there was anything, you know, because you introduced Kang and Loki. And I think going from there, you didn't need Ant Man. Because, especially again, mind you, Kang the Conqueror is, you know, it has these multiple different iterations throughout the MCU uh, and a very kind of complex story history with different, you know, where it was were different titles. And the thing about him, he's not like a super villain, but he's just super smart. So I guess he's kind of a super villain in that sense. And I just felt it was kind of weak to have something like, who's that much of a big bad facing his Ant-Man. I'm like, uh, you know, I love Paul Rudd. And it's not against Paul Rudd, but just like, it just, it felt like it was selling, selling the, the seriousness and what K could pro- of, of how K could really fuck shit up for the world or reality, whatever, whatever timeline he wants, and you have Ant Man beat him with super ants. Yeah, super, ant feel. Uh, super and ants where feel. That's what I feel like. We're talking about.
2: You know, when you have someone like Kangar conquer, like <laughs> honest to goodness, like he should have won. And I think given us the Empire Strikes Back version of that um, would have mm-hmm. been. Um. Would have been really really cool to see but instead they kind of gave us like kind of the happy ending you know but it was still kind of ambiguous at the end and i was like no 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 no. i was like you didn't even have to do all that like you know he beats up ant-man you know he wins and or basically he keeps ant-man in the quantum quantum dimension quantum realm and he doesn't get out you know and then you end the movie mm-hmm. right there on the cliffhanger and I think that sets up your your next mm-hmm. movie, your next set of movies, you know, stronger, you know, kind of, you know, passes the baton a little bit easier for them. And then on top of that, I think that like mm-hmm. when you, you know, we've seen it in other movies done right, like across the Spider-Verse, it ended on the cliffhanger and it was great. And now guess what? We are, you know, biting our hands and, and you biting our nails, mm-hmm. waiting for the next one to come out, not knowing when it is, you know, and I think if you end that. You know, and I and I know they've done it mm-hmm. before. Where I think it would be a rehash because in you know um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, the second one, um, yeah, he got stuck in the quantum realm at the very end, and then that's what happened. But I think if you up the stakes and it's like, okay, yeah, he's stuck back there again, but now this time he's with Kang. You know what I mean? And how is Kang going to be messing with him? How's Kang going to be torturing him to try to get the information that he needs out of him? Mm-hmm. Like you know, and because he would have mm-hmm. he'd be privy to some of that knowledge of you know what's going on the Avengers compound, what's it laid out like? Who's there? What's their power set? Like what can they do? You know, trying to understand his enemies a lot better. And so that's where like, yes, I didn't really need that movie. Um it could have been done a lot better. Um but I think that was kind of on the back of Thor Love and Thunder, which I thought Mm -hmm. I I just it just was not for me. Um and then you had before that was you know Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, which again could have been so much more but they didn't do the work in watching the episodes. And mm-hmm. even they said, like, oh, well, it was shooting at the time we were, we were shooting. A movie. Yeah, but you guys get dailies. Y'all could look at that and see, okay, what's, where's, what direction is the story going? Okay, what can we do mm-hmm. with that? And that's where, again, um, that's the problem with Marvel right now. is, And I think Chance was right. There are too many cooks in the kitchen. And that's why I think Iger's back. And he's like, okay, listen, we're shutting down the factory. Next year, y'all get one movie. And that's all we need. Give us one movie that kind of reset things. Um, and that's where, you know, with Deadpool 3, if it doesn't do well, mm-hmm. they're in trouble. They're in a lot of trouble. Um so um which Kang, I think I think we all yeah.
0: know that Daredevil is gonna yeah. or I'm sorry, Deadpool is gonna do well. I think we we know I don't I don't I don't have any there's no doubt in my mind
1: Yeah that yeah,
0: Deadpool is gonna be that one mm-hmm. like if I wouldn't have ever thought Deadpool would be that movie, that one movie that I would put all my money on. But I'd be like, if there's a movie you should put your money on that everybody's going to unanimously love, it's going to... yeah.
2: And they should. And I'm going to push mm-hmm. back a little bit and play devil's advocate, okay? Absolutely. Now, let's look at the last few releases and tell me if a few years ago you wouldn't have been, you know, beaten down the door to get to this movie. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, by the way, he's going to be traversing the multiverse. And we don't know what's going to happen with that. You're like, oh, Sam, I'm, I'm on board. And then, hey, we're going to give you another yeah. Thor. And you know it, that Taika guy that directed the the last one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's back for the too. Yeah. Well, I'm already in. Sign me up. Where do I buy my tickets? Oh, hey, by the way, you know that Martin, the Captain Marvel movie? We liked it. It did a billion dollars great. We're yeah. not giving you one Captain Marvel. We're giving you three of them. Okay, cool. I'm on. I'm, I'm on my way. You know, so like, yes, I and I yeah. and I agree with Chancellor. Like, I think that Deadpool movie is yeah. going to do excellent. I think it's going to do gangbusters, and and take in all the money, and and really kind of help Marvel reset and refocus. However, that does not eliminate the, the chance that it could tank. Because if this thing ain't done right, or there's something going on, we're going to have a problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I just I, I you know they've done it right twice in a row, right? And once you have that kind of formula down, it's really kind of hard for y'all to y'all screw it up unless somebody makes y'all screw it up. But I think you know, and I think Ryan and Ryan Reynolds has such a a passion for this character that I think if it was anything but that, you would not see him. He would he would probably walk away from it before it became trash. And you also get Hugh, he got Hugh Jackman come back as Wolverine. I mean, so those are major things. Like, I, honestly, after Logan, I didn't think we'd ever really ever see back. Hugh Jackman back. And, I mean, because I mean, that was such a masterpiece that, I mean, like, like the, it's like anything else you were to do. Cameos, okay. Cameos makes it okay. But, like, anything else you do, like, actually being, like, a full-on, like, Wolverine and a... It's just, you know, it's just, it's, like, mm, I don't know. You know, it's just like, it's like you, you are you already, you know, you already peaked to hit that pinnacle, you know, it's like the, the, the there might be more up there, well, but there's a chance the it might just come down the other side. The
0: temple 3 is, is that we thought it peaked, right? Like, I, I think we thought, you know, with everything that's mm-hmm. happening, you know, especially from, you know, studios transferring over and all that, there's just so much that we thought could never happen. It's mm-hmm. very interesting how they keep going back to the X Men, right? Like the X Men is kind of the start of comic book. But I don't want to know if I don't know if it's the Golden Era or the Silver Age, era, but the the era that we're kind of like mm-hmm. X Men kind of started it, right? And then it's always funny how X Men just comes back up every ten years. You know, every ten years, like let's go back into the X Men world and see what else we can do. You know, and it's very. I think it's very. Uh, it's interesting to see how, how like, how important the X Men matter, um, even if they keep reinventing themselves. You know, and and you know, one. I'm, I'm so mm-hmm. excited for the X Men '97 show. I'm. I'm going. Let's get this going because I'm mm-hmm. ready. I'm ready for. X Men start to get the respect that they deserve. Like they, mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of new generations who don't realize how important the X Men are because they've never seen, you know, think about it. They've never seen mm-hmm. a qual a quality X Men movie. Think about it. Almost it's almost been ten years since a good X Men movie came out. Days of Future Past came out in 20- twenty fourteen, so it's almost been ten years mm-hmm. since Days Jeez. of Future Past came out. And Days of Future Past is bringing back wow, the X-Men of yeah. 14 years ago. So now, like, the idea that, hey, these characters mm-hmm. still matter because these issues still matter, and we still haven't drained the well mm-hmm. in the X-Men universe. There's so much that just hasn't been done, you know, or, or things that have been misproperly done. Mm-hmm. We still haven't seen a proper Phoenix saga, you know, even if we've tried it twice, we still... Characters like Angel have yet to be done properly. You know, I feel like Storm has yet to get any real respect mm-hmm. outside of outside of anything. Like all they do with her powers is lightning, and yeah, that's cool. You know, but like, what is she? A, she is an Omega level mutant. She can do al- almost anything mm-hmm. that you could imagine with the, with the weather, which means. That's a lot more than lightning. That's a that I mean anything you could think that a that can happen in your daily weather. Why you watch the weather report? Storm can do at 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 snapping a finger, you know. So it it would behoove them to really play with these characters and play with this universe and really explore these backstories because. The X-Men to me is just the story of a bunch of different people with these different backgrounds who ended up all in the same, same place. place. Yeah. But they ended up all in mm-hmm. the same place because they all had these problems at home. You know. And they were all searching for a home. At the end of the day they were all searching mm-hmm. for a home. A sur- a place that they could belong, a place mm-hmm. that they could be useful. A place that was not gonna that was gonna be a safe haven. And allow them to reach their potential. Yeah, you know, um, and I feel like that is that is the crux of the X Men, and and I think that Deadpool is going to help bring bring that to because I mean I've i am never met a better person who didn't like the Deadpool movies, so mm-hmm. I think that's what's going to be really interesting is when we see that mm-hmm. it's going to be it's going to be on, another level of respect for these x-men movies you know because people gonna say what you want you know Mm -hmm. you haven't if you haven't seen you know days of future past or you haven't seen x-men 2 you don't you don't know what these comic book movies can do outside the and like outside the grand scheme like you don't need a whole what is it called? A a basic, Mm -hmm. like, MCU universe. You can do a lot with just these characters by themselves. They're they're fascinating on their own, you know, so. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. No, I I completely agree. I think you have so, you always have, like, an endless playground in X-Men, because it's not just, you know, I mean, yes, it's focused on the core, right, uh, of Xavier's X-Men, but there's, like, the whole world of like oh, mutants that are oh, out there you could play with and do things with, right? That it's not even, I mean, so, so, so it's, so it's, it's not, it's not, not, they, it's, it's almost limitless in that regard. Um, but I think it'd be really cool. And I, I'm curious to see how they make the bridge and, and, and combine mutants into the MCU, what that may look like in the future. Uh, I think that'd be something I would I don't want them to rush into it to please please you know Marvel's Marvel's not take listening time, to us but if they happen time, to like, please don't rush them. this shit take your time all right take your time listen listen ha, ha, listen yeah, let's have a log foreplay let, know, let, let don't the don't beat build man you know, like, you like, know just you, you know just,
0: wanna, just wanna, like as we saw the Marvels yes. seeing seeing Beast for that moment doing beast stuff though right like it wasn't just oh. like oh we're gonna see beast no Mm-hmm. Beast was doing yeah. Beast stuff which was what made it so fascinating like whoa who else is doing their stuff you know who else is doing the stuff that they're supposed mm-hmm. to be doing so that's what made it fun mm-hmm. you know seeing him do him and it felt authentic mm-hmm. even if it was for that two minutes it was like yeah that, that that's Hank McCoy that is Dr. Mm-hmm. Hank McCoy you know that is what that <laughs> you know uh,
2: absolutely so
0: it, it, it feels yeah. good. So, yeah, like you said, take your time, but also don't take forever. I'm trying to think we, we, we want, we, because people need of to we talk no. about the Avengers, but, oh, man, the X-Men, the X-Men have such great stories outside of, mm-hmm. you know, a love triangle between Scott, Gene, and Wolverine. Like, that, to me, that's, like, the least interesting part of the X-Men, you know? And, but that's the thing, that's the part that they focused on in the movies but mm-hmm. when it comes to X-Men comics or the cartoon that was the mm-hmm. least interesting part that is not that's like I didn't watch the cartoon because I was like what's gonna happen with Scott Jean and Logan today like I didn't give a damn. I was like tell you know it, it never once I never was sitting there thinking oh my god poor, poor Logan I hope I hope he finally gets to you know be with Jean never mm-hmm. once did that occurred to me anytime I watched the X-men cartoon but they sure focus on that in the in the movies. But I'm like, that's not even the important part. Like, you know, mm-hmm. what what's going on with this? Why are these? Mm-hmm. Who are these Alpha Flight niggas running up on Logan? You know, when he's minding his own damn business? Who are these niggas? You know, like, uh, you know, what what mm-hmm. is this old girl, mm-hmm. this OG girl named Yuriko, who got all this history on Logan from this time in Japan? Like, who? Who is this long fingernail bitch? You know, like what are you doing? You know who, 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 who is mm-hmm. running yeah. up on Cyclops? You know, who what yeah, there, is there's, there's a, a, writers a lot. thing running up on Gambit and mm-hmm. Gambit got a mistress from back in the day mm-hmm. trying to like
1: what? Yeah. Yeah, like the, oh, I mean let's be let's let's be honest. Let's be honest. Oh, that that, that just fits Gambit's personality. personality so to a T. It's like, get 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 get, 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 get Gambit ha, probably has kids in every st- kid, illegitimate children in every state and across and across multiple continents and countries. Like like his seed is spread far and wide around the world. But that's okay because that that's what I that, that's what I expect Gambit to. Do. I expect you to show me a scene. Like, where are laying in the bed with three other chicks, past you know, that wake up, go and work. somebody comes uh, in and scouts and says, Hey, get your ass up. We gotta go, know, like, we gotta go save like, the world. You He's like, supposed to be, we gotta be go to work, be, you, you know.
0: know you know, 20 minutes like, ago, you know, what are you doing right now? He's like, Give me a second, you know, ladies. Yeah, exactly. Man, hey, share. get up out of here, you know. Mm-hmm. While still trying to tell Rogue, like, I love you and everything. Exactly. Like, this man don't love nobody but himself, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that, exactly. You know, but yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, I, I and that would be perfect. You, that is funny, too. Like, you expect Gambit, Gambit to have some illegitimate children just looking around, you know, some women, and some, when I say some women, <laughs> they'd be of all different races, of all different, just all fine. Yeah. Just oh, absolutely. Hell. Just Gambit doesn't right. discriminate. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. You yeah, like, he is really doing it out here. And, and then he goes yes. away into the night, you know. And does,
2: Absolutely! And, and
0: don't call him again, and he's like, you know, uh, yeah. That's that's what you expect Gambit mm-hmm. to do, and 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 rightfully.
1: <laughs> yeah, leave an <laughs> ace of spades <laughs> on the night table.
2: <laughs> I can't. Oh my god! Tell <laughs> yeah, telling you, like, no, like he, that's what I see do. Seems like, yeah. what? I, when I think about, the, he's, a gen- what, what, he's a
0: gentleman, right? You know, but that's what he would, would do. so it's all right. It's all consensual. He's a charming man. He's a gentleman. He might wine and dine you a little bit, but after his he's done, he's like, "Okay, I'm out. That was fun. I've got my own thing to do." This was a stop off, mm-hmm. and me going to do whatever mm-hmm. it is that I was going to do, and then obviously when he finally meets like Rogue, he's mm-hmm. still kind of like a player, but he actually is really trying to set because mm-hmm. he can settle down with anybody, and he chooses the girl. He can't touch him, like that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That Gambit he loves women, and as much as you mm-hmm. can tell who he is as a man, he's a very much a man's man in that aspect, like a shaft, right? Like he's a bad mother, you know. Shut your mouth, get mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> damn straight, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, absolutely. Man, he got the cards up in his hand, yeah. <laughs> <Get. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you and... Oh man! Yeah, Yo, I mean, we,
1: we've opened a black hole. <laughs> we, we we went so far down this rabbit right, hole. I don't know if show. we can come oh, back. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, oh god, that's gosh. funny. <laughs> but and, but again,
0: it's a hundred percent believable. Day, like he, he really is a man who's looking. He's looking for love in all the wrong places. He's just you know, and that's the that's what the you know, that's part of the tragedy mm-hmm. is is that he I don't think he's ever found a woman he can actually trust. Although and it's because I hate to say it, he's untrustworthy. He's a thief, he's the, he's the one who's like, you know, I'm mm-hmm. you know, he's the mm-hmm. one who's gotten over on people. He's seen probably mm-hmm. the ugly side of people, and when he's finally met some mm-hmm. decent women can't trust anybody because he's seen so much. You know, probably been up in and out. You know, Remy has probably been up mm-hmm. in and out of all the kinds of brothels in in Louisiana and stuff like that, and New Orleans, and, and they know his name at uh what what is that uh mm-hmm. Mardi Gras? They know they know his name at Mardi Gras. You know, they're like it's Remy. Look at Remy LeBeau. You know, mm-hmm. Look at Remy. He's like hey, he's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, I got some beads for you. <laughs> there you go. There
1: you go. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man. Oh gosh. No, no, yeah. Well, we were just talking about. I forgot this. where we're going with we're this. We about just well, this. this this whole tangent. I mean, other stories. Yeah, to men Yeah.
0: Because there's so much meat still left on the bone that they haven't even covered mm-hmm. in the X-Men movies, you know. Uh, so yeah, that's what we're talking about. And Absolutely. I can imagine along that way, probably. I, I a think lot it's of be fantastic. He's probably taking some people's wives from them, you know. And yeah, he's probably yeah, you
1: know, was, I'm sure.
0: Know, and, and so there's probably mm-hmm. some husbands who want to whoop gambits behind, you know, like you know, he's like, hey, you know, she made the choice. Mm-hmm. I was just there to take it. You know, <laughs> We're like, talk to her, don't talk to me. You know, that's how he. There you go. I mean. Like so um you yeah, know he's seen some things and it's, it's some, like i said there's a lot of characters that you can you can play with and and really explore that have just yet to be explored but how ironic that a guy like that still fits on the team he's still somebody who's necessary you know he's still somebody who has something to add mm-hmm. to the whole x-men team because he got the street smarts that maybe scott don't mm-hmm. have because scott is a very in the box kind of guy you know and nothing wrong with that right like we all need that in the box follow the rules follow the regiment. this is what we're doing this is how you know buy the book you need that by the book but you also need somebody who's flexible who's like i can tell because i got street smarts that that's the person you can't trust just by the way they and, you know um and mm-hmm. so to me that that's a
1: game. Yeah. yep Yeah, I completely agree. I would, like I said, I would love to see Gambit done right in that regard. He's one of my favorite X Men. that's never got his just due in live action, so I would love to see that. Um, but let's circle back for a second because we kind of did. We went, we went down the rabbit hole MCU. We kind of briefly touched on Kang. I want, uh, you know, and we know Jonathan Majors is out. We're not going to go through that whole thing. But if you're going to recast Kang, you ha- you have the power to pick who who you want to be as Kang. Black who would be he your who would be your pick? I'm and why? For black. Somebody's all right. Uh, I already know um, I already know who I want. Like I there's just, just there, yeah. there's one man who I could play almost any character. Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield, that is my nigga. Uh that that dude, his acting, he could do no wrong. That man, you make that man a villain, oh. I mean, he would kill it. He has I mean, he has the look, he has a tone, he can have a yeah, he he can go funny, like maniacal, like almost like almost Joker esque, or he can go very serious, very dark. And I think, hey, you know, playing in that role, I think he definitely could do, you know, and remember, Kang is not just King Arthur. He has multiple iterations. Like I, I don't, uh, you know, from almost being related to like Reed Richards, like an uh, ancestor in the past. I mean, just like the way the whole, the way, the, way his whole storyline works, it's, very, it's it's a little bit confusing for me to, to try to recount off my brain, but he has that ability. And I feel like he would be really somebody who you can see as formidable, Uh especially like in an intellectual battle because remember Kang is you know, your intellectual battle he's not he's you know he's not slugging it out with the hulk right he's not doing that but he'll be playing till he play a mental chess with reed richards and t'challa you know that that's more his his deal uh so i think that I think be more so we, i'd like to see that aspect of it uh who's your pick, meal
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. What, what you, what you, what you, I mean, you know, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I definitely, you know, and I think the fact is you could course correct, right? You could definitely course correct it and make it, and still make it a character. Because again, he is a significant enough bad guy to do that, right? And you, again, because mind you, this man's also like a multiverse time traveler type of thing. So he, you could have a different iteration of Kang come through uh, in that regard. I, I don't think, I don't think, I, I think, again, most, you know, if he had been like, if he had, you know, I, I say he was in a movie, but let's be real. I mean, Ant-Man with mini wasn't the best Marvel film. Uh, I truly think that he could, you know, it, you know it, I don't think it painted him fully into a corner with that uh, as a character. But I mean, yeah, John, I mean, but getting rid of Jonathan Majors, you know, get rid of him. Okay, fine. No, who's, you know, but. Yeah, I think so We can still pick up that mantle and still, still do it well. And still do it right. Because where they're going with this character, where they're going with it, it's like, you know, I think they're going to you know, set him up to be kind of the next big bad. And if they now they'll have to switch everything around, which I mean, good, Doctor Doom coming in would be fucking fantastic. Hell, bring in Galactus for Crying Out Loud, right? But I think it's, you know, I think it's still, there's still some meat, there's still some meat on that bone that they could, probably, they could probably get, you know, significant enough to get, get a good meal out of it. Um, but, you know, that's, that's my. hmm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, hmm mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. okay. Uh Oh, what, what, what do you got, Chance? Oh yeah that's what that's what the I just announced right that they, they talked about I mean yeah mhm. I don't remember. I mean, I I know I know he I know he I know you like. I will say this. I think he he's he is a. I believe he's a P. I believe he's a person of color. I'm just not sure exactly. I gotta go back and do my reading again, but I think it's like Keg was like out of Egypt or something that I could be making that up. Yes. There you go. The Marbles like, Yes, let's, 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 let's go to the Bible. you blown over here. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: hmm uh
0: hmm
1: uh
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think so. I think we. I think there's a lot left on the table. A lot of Marvel can do, but I do think having this pause kind of lets it reset get the foundation, get back to the basics, and kind of go forward from there. Um, any final thoughts before we wrap up today, guys? Okay. All right, Jamil, what you got? Mm-hmm. okay all right all right okay all right guys so I think uh next week let's let's talk about echo and uh talk about some gaming news and talk about that stuff next week so we uh, next uh, next next episode Uh Tuesday. Tuesday. Drop on t- drop on Tuesday. So you know, we'll reconvene next week and you know, we can share our thoughts on that. Yeah. Uh I don't know if I have enough time to watch off. Yeah. Well, we'll see I mean if if, if I got to, if I have the, if I have my time to to dedicate five hour a quick five hour binge I will do so but I definitely know I will make it to do that so we can have a full detailed discussion of the whole series on uh, our next show all right okay guys well as always this is nirvana be the nerd beat the game and uh have a good night <laughs>